Hi, awesome youth, and welcome to the Redemption Youth Podcast. It's awesome being here. This is the fourth episode of Girls Talk, and today we're talking about dating and marriage. And I'm not here alone because you guys know I always interview someone. And today I'm interviewing Zia. Welcome, Ooh. Zia. Thank you, Annaline. It is such an honor and privilege to be on your podcast. Woo-hoo! Thanks for asking me. This is awesome. Guys, Zia is such a cool person. She's literally one of those people you look up to. Like, she could have her own oh. show. I feel like you could have a Zia show. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> to be honest. Wow, that's... You're just... Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're Shame. just like this breath of fresh air, to be honest. Like, I just... Even oh. her Instagram, guys. If you guys want to, you need to follow her on Instagram after this. You'll see her. She has, like, the best photos and stuff. Oh, sh- <laughs> like, what? But, you know, social media is only a part of your life, eh? It, we only show and share, majority of the time, positive stuff in our lives and everything that looks so great. It's not necessarily that every part that you share is the truth behind all of that as well. Yeah, yeah, that that's actually so true. Like you only want to reveal what you want to reveal, exactly. and I think, I think that's why it's actually so awesome just to have a relationship with God because He's yeah. the one person you can't social media fool. Yeah, <laughs> He knows exactly. everything. And I think even as girls, um, it's important that we know that when you follow someone on Instagram, to not compare yourself to that mm. because it's not the truth, hundred percent. It's what they choose to showcase. And it's so true what you say with, with the Lord. That's the intimate personal relationship. And he knows us better than anyone else in any case. So you can't fool him regardless. You can't <laughs> post a photo and say, Lord, today my day was great. And he just knows you were crying the whole day. But he was there exactly. with you, comforting. And at least he he's... He um he's actually also like your biggest fan. He's exactly. not he's not gonna be like, Oh, you lied to me. He's gonna be like, No, I know this. Yes. Come to me. Exactly. I love you, you're my daughter. Yeah, so I he's know. not gonna be like that I think you call it what do you call it? You call it social media trolls that they hide their names and then they just yeah. badmouth you. Yeah. He, he's not like that. He's actually your biggest fan. And exactly. he knows the good posts and the bad posts, which I'm exactly. pretty awesome. The enemy is actually like a troll because he wants to come and troll on everything that you post and Everything you don't post. Yes, and try and tell you, even though you think you're confident, you the Lord doesn't love you or whatever. Yeah, but he's the, he's the one that comes lies here. Like you can exactly. have so much motivation, and then you get the devil just saying one thing, and you're like, oh no. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like that should be a different podcast. But <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my word, Let's yeah, do we that. are. We are gonna we are gonna invite you back. <laughs> this Amen. will not, not be the first or the last time. So we're going to go back into the topic. And the reason I invited Zia is you are married to one of our musicians here, Nathan. Yes, I am. My hubby is my high school love and sweetheart. We've been married now for five years, actually. Wow, number of grace. Yes, (laughs) we need God's grace in marriage. That that is why you guys got to start working here. You guys had a little extra grace. Yes, exactly, exactly. We both work for the church and it's, such such a blessing i think you guys are such a blessing you've just brought such a a freshness into the church that's so awesome so i'm going to jump straight into the questions because we only have 20 minutes and i know the last podcast i did we accidentally went like 30 minutes and i was like sorry guys sure let's shoot so the first question these are questions i've actually gotten from you guys at home so the first question let's start off with a, a, a lacquer one is in a relationship, is it important to have Jesus in the center? And why? Why Why should he be part of it? Well, honestly, I don't think you can truly love someone if Christ is not the center of it. And 
I don't know how people have healthy relationships and marriages without Christ being the foundation in their personal lives and in the marriage. Because like we even spoke about social media now, if I'm not solidified in who I am in Christ, it's so easy to just fall off the bandwagon and not be able to love myself. Mm -hmm. And how the heck am I then supposed to be able to love my partner? And um, I actually heard in a sermon of Pastor Joseph Prince once, where he was saying it's only through the eyes of Jesus that you can truly love your partner and truly see who that person was created to be. So the moment I love you and I, I love you as Annalene because not of just who you are, but because of who you are in Christ and who he created you to be. Mm-hmm. And the moment I see that, that's when I can truly love you. So in a marriage and in a relationship, I truly don't believe that that solid foundation can be there if Christ isn't the foundation and he's not the eyes that you look through mm-hmm. in love. And you do you think that also relates to what the Bible says that with Jesus everything is held together and he's the solid rock? Totally. So that t- yeah, that refers to relationship. Yeah. And cuz yeah, if, if Jesus isn't in anything that means it's not it won't stay together cuz he's literally the binding mechanism. Exactly. And you know we don't believe in getting a divorce. Yes, of course, we know um, there's certain things where people go through certain things in their life. And yes, the word speaks about that as well. But we don't, wa- we don't get married to get divorced, right? Mm, so, yes. And I think that is what linking to what you said is if you build your house on sand, it's going to fall. Mm. It's not going to last. And if you build it on solid rock, which is Christ Jesus... It will stay regardless of the storms that you face. Amen. And that's the same with your marriage. Sure. That's awesome. Um, going to the second question. So this is about marriage, but we're going to talk a lot about dating as sure. well. Because I know a lot of our girls at home are not thinking about marriage right yeah. now. <laughs> so here's one of the questions. It's It says, when you're dating someone, is it good to start planning ahead, even though you don't know that that person's going to be your future husband? So... so Firstly, with planning ahead, what does that entail? Planning ahead, basically, if you have a boyfriend now in high school and you guys are talking about mm. one day getting married or planning this and that, going to get yeah. your own apartment, do you think that's actually something wise to do, even though you know that might not be the person you want to spend the rest of your life with? So, I would say, firstly, I don't believe personally in dating without the purpose of getting married. Sure. Um, and that is my revelation that's truly what i believe i don't believe and my husband the same we don't believe that you should date um unless your your end goal is in marriage and i'm not at in the same breath we did it our first time we dated um and we have a very unique story so not everyone will be able to relate to that necessarily 100 percent. but the first time that we dated and got together there was so much pressure on both of us our sides that we put on ourselves because we were like okay shucks i'm 17 years old and we're gonna get married dude like (laughs) hello we just met we're in love we're dating so this means we're gonna get married and that puts a lot of pressure on a relationship um so yes and no yes for the fact that plan for have your dream if you're a girl who dreams about your wedding one day still dream god gives you those dreams and you want to see that wedding one day but be careful and protecting your heart and the relationship that you're courting in and seeing this guy with other friends. Um, that's in a different question. And maybe later on we can speak about that because I believe if, you, if you're 
thinking about and you liking this one guy or girl to spend time with them in a group mm-hmm. setting and get to know each other there instead wow. of planning your whole future around this person, not protecting your heart in that. Yeah, and then I think if you also get to know them in a group setting, there's no pressure on either one of you. Exactly. And there's also friends around you. So even if it doesn't work out and you guys don't want to be romantically involved, you can still be friends. Exactly. There's always that option. And it's so important to be friends because at the end of the day, one day in the future, you're not every single day going to feel extremely in love with this person. But if your foundation is Christ and friendship, it will last. Yeah, I've seen you guys. Guys, um, I work with Zia and... You guys look like the best friends. We are. You guys are like besties. (laughs) And you couldn't do it like you you couldn't do it without someone who's your friend. I don't know how people do it because he's the one who's going to make me laugh for the rest of my life. (laughs) Regardless how I look in 30 years time or 80 years time, um, we can still joke and laugh and have fun and share secrets and dreams and that kind of stuff. And that's friendship. Yeah. I always say um, your husband or one day is going to be your best friend because yes. you're going to have to be in each other's face 24-7. Yeah. And it's one thing um, to be lo- in love, but if you guys can't be friends, exactly. it's, going to be, it's not going to be fun because you're not going, always going to feel, oh, butterflies every exactly. day. Exactly. So true. So, yeah, I think that is awesome. Um, and the third question actually I think is kind of answered in the previous questions where it, it says, is there a certain age you're allowed to date? But I think that refers back to if you're ready basically for marriage, then you're yeah. ready to date. So Nathan and I actually chatted about this the other day because um, I have two younger brothers and the one is at an age where he probably would stop thinking about getting married in the next like five years and the other one is in high school still. And I'm very strict with them. I've always been um, saying that I don't want them dating because you just mess around with your heart. And if you're so committed in one, with one girl, you you set yourself up basically to be able to get hurt before you truly know yourself. Yeah, and I think, um, I, I say to my, my youngest brother, he's not allowed to date until he's 18 at least. Um, and he's never had a girlfriend and he's now 15. And he just says, well, I'll chill with them as friends. And you're right. And my middle brother actually said as well, he wishes that he listened to me when I said to him, don't date until you're 18 or 21 at least, because you don't know yourself. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't always plan when to fall in love. Um, I fell in love with Nathan when I was 17 years old and I just knew he's my husband back then. But also I wasn't mature enough truly to hear God's voice in whether it's the right time or not. Mm -hmm. And we heard ourselves getting involved too early. So I think... There's not a sp- certain age to date, but I think it comes back to your maturity mm. um, and hearing God's voice as to when and how and who as well. Exactly. And I think the world puts way too much pressure for, especially people in high school that have to have a boyfriend. Yeah. I remember in high school, I I dated a lot, but I would date like a month or something. I wish someone told me dating is for marriage you don't have to date in high school but there's so much pressure you see those couples things even when you go if there's an event at school there's a ball and they're like no you need to have your boyfriend there just go as friends guys it's so much more fun to have a bunch of friends exactly then have now a relationship that you're not ready for yeah and guys if you're dating someone now that's cool but listen to god what he's telling you because i have seen so many people especially some of my friends that dated a guy in high school that was their only friend in the whole high school 
And when they broke up in matric, she had no friends because she just yeah. kept focusing on her boyfriend that wasn't in the end her husband. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a flower. When a flower isn't ready and you try and force it to be ready, it's not going to bloom as beautiful as it was. My dad would always tell me that because I always felt kind of, I had a really low self-esteem of what I looked like when I was in high school. But my, my dad told me, Annalene, you, you're a flower and you're, when you bloom, it's going to be so beautiful. Yeah. Don't try and force yes, it. It's beautiful. So yeah, that's just something awesome. And that also flows into our next question that I know some of the youth have is, what is a parent's role in your decision to date or your decision to get married? What is their role? Well, I think obviously that depends on your relationship with your parents. Um, firstly, I had the privilege of having the most incredible relationship with my mom and my dad. And um, although I dated earlier, like in high school, I started dating, I had like three boyfriends before I met my husband. Um, who was serious-ish, whatever you can call serious <laughs> in high school in any case. But, and I honestly, I always honored my parents, um, their just opinion. And because they know me better than I know myself at that stage of my life, um, because I had a great relationship. So I believe you have to be, you have to be open to your parents' critique on your relationship, but also... If you don't have a great relationship with your parents, um, to have a leader or have a truth teller who's a friend, a truth teller in your life to tell you exactly as it is. And even though it's stuff that you might not want to hear, to tell you that and then accept that. Mm. And yeah, I think it's just important to have someone who can speak into your life and into your relationships when you have question and you can be accountable to to help you with wisdom through and in that. And I think that's that's so awesome what you said, Zia, because a lot of our youth, if you guys don't have a very good relationship with your parents or you feel your parent, you can't go to your parents, that's what the leaders are for. Exactly, that's what the, yes. your youth leaders for. Um, we're here not just to pray for you, but to if you have any questions, if you feel unsure, if you have questions about the Bible, and then um, as soon as you grow a relationship with your other father, then you can go back to him. Yes. And it's just so awesome. I think that's why I love church. Yeah. Church was the one place when I didn't have a great mom. She's great now, but she wasn't great then. I had also an awesome dad, but there were some questions where I, I, was there, I had an yeah. awesome relationship with my dad, but I didn't want to ask him. So I went to a youth leader. I went yes. to a pastor, and they were so love and kind, and all they did was give me advice and just point me well, to I'm Jesus. Well, I'm the same. Like... Like I mentioned, I had amazing relationships and still have an amazing relationship with my dad. Um, but even though I had that ima- amazing relationship, there's still questions and things that I still ask my youth pastor in church and my community that was awesome being involved in community with my potential future husband, chilling with them going to youth nights with yeah. them, going to street ministry. I used to and do so that on. as well. If I like the guy, I brought him to youth. Yes. <laughs> we need to suss them out and see if we approve. Yes, let's, no, let's, let's bring you to youth and see yes. <laughs> how you do with my youth leaders. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and in that way, you still invite Jesus um, either or. I remember yeah. I had a very, didn't have a very good choice in boyfriends in, in matric. And I remember bringing... Every time I would just still bring them to youth and they would end up, even though we broke up, they would still hear about Jesus. And I was yeah. like, you know what? This is a win-win. <laughs> exactly. And I think, I know it's one of your later questions that you mentioned to me you want to touch on with um, just how do you resolve conflict about faith in a relationship? And I yes. think it's, it links exactly to that, what you just said, with 
Firstly, I think it's generally not a great idea to be in a relationship with someone who's not the same faith as you, mm. um, who's not Christian, who won't be able to support you in your journey with Christ, yes, yeah. um, especially being young um, and having loads of questions about what your future holds mm. and who you are and what your calling is and all of that. Not having someone of the, of the same faith, I would not say I'm pro for, but regardless bringing them to church is mm. still a win whether you stay together whether you are together whether they know god or not whether they like you and then you trick them into coming to church exactly <laughs> exactly but yeah, yeah. I, I used to say just on that i used to always say to um girls especially when i was very much involved in youth also is we often think that we can change the guys mm-hmm. so they are party animals or whatever you know just they don't know christ necessarily and we are so in love with the idea of them and how they look and their status in school and and their potential in christ exactly their potential (laughs) in christ exactly that (laughs) snap 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 but we think we can change them by bringing them to christ and at the end of the day their journey with the lord is not your responsibility so instead of dating them when they're not in christ rather say let's chill as friends in groups until they are born again and Mm. solidified in their relationship with the lord yeah and that's that's so true what you say um i i i heard i learned a a very hard lesson in matric um i evangelated guys evangelating Evangelating, oh, she's laughing because she knows evangelating is when you date someone with the intention of getting them Christian yeah. or with the hope that they will turn Christian. And I remember God telling me, because I was so in love with him, I was just so in love, and my heart was so sore that he's not a Christian. And you know, all the things that come if you're not a Christian, and you know the promises that you have when you are a Christian. Yes. And my heart was breaking for him, and I loved him so much. I'm like, God, why don't you do something? He doesn't want to come to church. He came to church, and it, yeah, <laughs> we're not talking about that day. But I was like, God, what the heck? I'm, I, did I what did I do wrong or I I was so hard on myself I was like I didn't stick to my morals I didn't I did things I said I would never do and I felt so bad I'm like I'm the worst Christian ever but then Jesus told me he literally I heard it as clear as day he's like you are not his savior exactly Jesus I am his savior and he just reminded me because I was like but God I love this person so much how you how you because God told me to let him go and I'm like how how I love this person so much and then God asked me if you love him in the way you think you love him how much more do I love him yeah because I still love the world that is still my future son I still I gave my only son for this person so I actually had to let go and be like you know what God this is your job and not mine and as women as girls we have like this this healing desire to just help people to to I call it broken wing syndrome. When you see someone with a broken wing, all you want to do is help them. But you end up trying to take control and you don't give it to Jesus. So it's your, the guy's spiritual walk is not your responsibility. Yeah. The only thing you are is just pointing to Jesus. That's exactly. it. So but you, you are do. not Savior. Yeah. But yes, I'm so glad we got into that. <laughs> because sometimes we do think, we're like, oh no, he's not really Christian, but it's okay, I'll change him. Yeah, no. This is no, you probably won't. No, you won't. The Beauty and the Beast is is not true, guys. Mm. Well, there is no, 
you're going to change him. Exactly. And even if guys, guys, if you're listening to this as well, don't try and change the girl. All we can do is, it's exactly what you said. All we can do is point them to Jesus. Yes, exactly. Um, Let's see. I think it was question number five. Yeah. Oh, how do you know? How did you know that Nathan was your future husband? Let's talk about your journey. How did you know that so Nathan... that would be a whole another twenty minutes to share that story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's let's rephrase the question. No, so I, I won't share necessarily the details of our story because it's it's not the average story. Because mm. I walked into church and I saw him and I just knew that was my husband. And very weird, haven't met him, so I'm not even yeah. Let's not go into that. But I would say. <laughs> Um, how I think, you know, that's your person, um, your forever person. And I asked Nathan, cause Nathan wasn't the same. He didn't just see me the first day and knew, oh my goodness, I'm going to marry that girl. But he did know after we became friends that he doesn't want to see his life without me. And yeah, he, when we made a decision to say that we were going to be serious now, there was peace. And I think that's what I want to speak into is firstly, peace. Because if you don't have peace in any decision that you make in any case in life, but especially something as your life partner or your the relationship to be your potential life partner, mm. is peace is what we follow mm. as Christians. In every single decision that we make, if peace leaves you, you stay back. Because that's the way the Holy Spirit leads us, I believe. Exactly. And the same in our marriage and relationships. Um, so we had peace, both of us and Nathan, I, I already made a decision by myself. I'm like, I'll commit to this guy. And he was like, I'm unsure. That's why the first time when we dated, it didn't work because he was so unsure. So there was no unity. Yes. And what does the word say? Where there's unity, God commands a blessing. So when both of us in unity decided, this is the person I want to spend my life with, there was a blessing on that. And yeah, so that's what I would say. I don't know how other people know. People say, you know, when you know, and you just know. And truly, I just knew. Mm. And the same with him. It just took him longer. But I think his knowing was, she's truly my best friend. And I don't want to see my life without her. Amen. And girls, I want to encourage you. Get excited of your personal story. Everyone has a different story. Zia and Nathan have a different story. I'm going to have a... Amazing story in Jesus' Amen. name. Yes, Pastor Matt will. and Taylor have a different story. Yeah. Every single story is different, and that's how beautiful God is. I mean, totally. marriage is literally a picture. Pastor Josh said it's a picture from heaven. Yeah, It's it's like you get this piece of heaven in a, in a marriage because it all points to Jesus yeah. and the bride. So, g- girls, walk that journey with Jesus, and the closer you get to Jesus, the more he'll start to speak with you. He'll guide you, and then every single person's story is different. So, yes, that's just amazing. And I think our last question for today, Zia. Um, what advice would you give a girl currently in high school, dating or not, thinking of marriage or not? So, I would say, if you're not currently dating, if you're not currently dating, I would say, don't date. Don't waste your time. Make friends. Be friends. Go out in groups get to know each other, invite them with your family to mm. spend time together. Um, because at the end of the day, you also, one day, when you would get married to that person, um, they need to, and you would want them to fit into your family exactly. and be able to spend time with your family as well, So, which was important to me. 
And then um, I believe focus on what you are doing currently. Focus on school. Focus on your hobbies that you love. Focus on what makes you tick at the moment. And like for me, my husband is a musician, right? And he was loving and doing music before we met. And he found someone who would support that dream and Mm. be as passionate about his passions with him. And that's what you want. You want to be focused on what currently is in front of you, running to Jesus um, and enjoying life, enjoying getting to know yourself in Christ. Yes, I wanted to say that if you don't know what you like yet or what's your hobby, then go discover, uh, see what it is, what you like, figure it out, guys. High school isn't, it's not just high school. We're all young and we can figure out and the God says we're going to live for a long time. So exactly. if, you, if you get married on 19 or if you get married at 30, yep. it won't matter. Exactly. You'll have that awesome adventure, especially with God. Yeah. He takes you into places, into higher ground, into places where you'll enjoy it and have adventure. And like you said, Nathan knew he loved music before he met you. Yeah. And that's the best thing. First discovering who you are in Christ, just knowing that you're a daughter of a king. And then by the time you meet your husband, you actually know what you like exactly. and, and you, you know who you are. And you know what? I believe, Annalene, that both of us, you and your partner, you run your own race because we still one day going to stand. I'm going to stand in front of the Lord, not me and Nathan together. It's my, my race that I'm mm. running. And both of us are running our race separately but together. Yes. And if you find your person who can run your race with you, enjoying what you enjoy with you and not necessarily saying you have to have the same passions and because Nathan loves hiking and I absolutely dread it Um, I really can't handle I I, don't take me hiking that's not my jam but you you'd find your person doing the things that you love and they'll join you on your journey and as a Christian I would just pray and that's what I did is I would say Lord help me be fruitful in my current season that I'm in and make me the person that the person i am looking for is looking for so make me whole make me the woman in christ who my husband one day is going to look for whether that is nathan or wasn't nathan my husband was going to find that full whole person that i was regardless of who the other person is because god is busy with him in his life but you need to be whole in any case yourself because yeah, when you're one day married or whether you're in a relationship that's focused on that, you can't depend on the other person. You depend on Christ. Exactly. So, yeah. That's awesome. I think the misconception that we have sometimes is the world always tells you you are half and, and you're yeah. looking for the other half. But I think when I was in Metamorpho, one of the lecturers, they said, um, relationship isn't like one plus one. It's a timetable. So it's basically, if you say a half times a half, it makes a quarter. It's even less of a person. So if you're a whole person, one times one equals one because you guys become one. It's not, you're not a half looking for your other half. You're two whole people becoming one in marriage. So yes, I just think that's amazing. And Zia, thank you for coming to this podcast. It was truly amazing. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I'm definitely going to invite you again. And um, like I told the girls in the future, we'll probably be involved with Gracious more and get like a little Gracious youth going. Yeah, yeah. Have an awesome day, ladies. And yes, if you have any questions or you want someone to chat to, even about dating, please message us on our Instagram. One of our team leaders, aka me, will probably get back to you (laughs) and then we can chat. Or even when you come to an FNY, guys, our leaders are here to help you, to guide you and to just love you. Bye, everyone.